Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Bobby, is it is it Racine or Racine? See, I say Racine, but I've noticed that everybody I know from Racine says Racine. Right. It, it, this is a contentious topic here. It's like we, we got us, it's got us <laughs> talking about Waukesha too, right? Because right. I say Waukesha, you say Waukesha. I say Waukesha, but they say from if you're from Waukesha, you they say Waukesha. It's it's a whole thing, but anyway, racing, rusting, tomato, tomato, whatever you call it, that's going to be our okay, focus. Okay, let's just call the whole thing off. <laughs> no, we're doing it. In all fact, right. this is a special series that we're kicking off. All Racine County locations. For Racine the next, spelunking. That's right, Racine spelunking here on Urban Spelunking. It's a natural. <laughs> so you've been uh you've been going to a couple buildings around Racine. I did. I did three trips for four stories. Okay. And I, I should point out that I did go to at least one different Kringle Bakery each time. <laughs> Doing the rounds. Perfect. Yes. So where do we research? Where do you want to start? What's what's the first building we should talk about? I think Racine? I think we should start at the Windpoint Lighthouse, which is not in the city of Racine, but, but is county. in Racine County. Okay. So this goes back to eighteen eighty. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like if you look at a map of the Lake Michigan shoreline, you can see quite clearly where Windpoint juts out. And the problem was for you know, back then when shipping and, and there were just tons of boats on the lake, uh, yeah, um, yeah. boats coming from the north uh, could not see the Racine Harbor, because the lights of the Racine Harbor, because Wind Point stuck out. So they would not realize where they were and they would crash into Wind Point. So the peninsula, like, just got in the way. It was, it it's jutted out and... And it's, I guess it's still technically in the way, but now we know where it is, right? <laughs> Enter no, lighthouses. No offense, Wind Pointers. <laughs> So this lighthouse was built in 1880, and it, you know, like you know, this was somebody's full-time job to to live there and to maintain it and to light it and to make sure that safety was being upheld. Yeah, and from 1880 till 1964, they had seven different lighthouse keepers, which means some of those people served a really long time. I mean, this was a person's a family's whole life. You were stuck there, you know. I mean, before the you know this one was you know was automated uh, in the 60s, but before these were automated, you had to go up and light. I mean, it was mm-hmm. run with kerosene, so you had to fill it with oil every day, and then you had to go up and light the wick, <laughs> wow. you know, and then, I mean, this, I mean, you had to clean the lens all the time to make sure, sure that it, you know, was, was reflecting like it should. Um, I remember when I did a story on the North Point Lighthouse, there mm-hmm. was a lighthouse keeper who'd been there for many years, and the and the people at the North Point Lighthouse had uh, done some math to estimate how many times this woman would have gone up and down the steps and this is and the wow, one at one okay. point is 108 feet high. It's a pretty big, you know, lighthouse. People had to go up like tens of thousands of times during their their tenure as a lighthouse keeper. Oh, I bet, yeah. You know, multiple times a day. So, and, and this was kind of unique that this lighthouse had three different quarters, right, for lighthouse keepers. Yeah, because they had assistants too. There were like seven, as I said, there were seven lighthouse keepers who were had families that lived in like at the this house at the base of the lighthouse. Um, but then there were also assistants who could live there with their families, and there were a lot more of those over the years. Those seem to have turned over a lot. Yeah, something like 30 different assistants over the years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But um, all that is still there, and um, it's still used today. And so how many other lighthouses are, like, on the Great Lakes? How many lighthouses are still in use like I'm this? I'm not sure there are that many. I don't think there are that many that are still being used, you know. 
So this is definitely one of the few remaining Great Lakes lighthouses. Yeah, and it's really close to us, and it's a beautiful lighthouse. Architecturally, it's beautiful. Um, and they do tours in season, you know, where you can call down there and have, you know, if you have a group, you can set up a special tour. Um, so it's definitely an interesting place nearby. So what's it like when you walk in? There's this big staircase, right? Yeah, when you walk it, you go in through the quarters, which is now the part of which is now the village hall, because uh, Windpoint, the village of Windpoint bought the whole complex in 1964. Okay. And uh, some of the buildings house their village hall and the police department is there. And um, But so you go in and there's some um, some of these, you know, these rooms that used to be the houses where the keepers mm-hmm. lived. But then you go into the base of the lighthouse through basically what looks like a ship's door. Oh, and, cool. And you go through the base of the lighthouse is super thick. So you walk through, it's like, a, it's a few feet thick. And you get to the, and you're at the bottom there and it's this beautiful brick arch that you walk through um, and the inside of it is beautiful uh, outside it's painted so you can't really tell but inside you can see the beautiful brickwork to put this thing up all cream city brick right? yes and then there's a like a an iron staircase circular staircase that goes all the way up and what i love about this one is when you're walking up periodically there are closets for the um which where the lighthouse keeper would have kept various things they needed you know sure probably without having to go all the way back down all the time. Um, but it's cool because the closets are rounded too because they fit into the, they're like recessed into the into the lighthouse tower itself. Oh, cool. So their their doors are all curved. And so all original and, yeah, and it's interesting. still there. Wow. So when you when you go up the lighthouse, um, there's this just stunning view, of course, of, yeah, of the lake, really right? Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. And you can go outside. I mean, I don't know if they let you do that on the tour, but on on, on the on Bobby Tanzillo tour, tour right? <laughs> um, I found the outside a little creepy, though, because there's, there's just like a little railing around it. Ooh. And you're 108 feet high. Wow. Yeah. And and this is one of a few buildings on the site, right? Like there was a kerosene building and a, yeah. a foghorn building. Yeah, there's still two buildings, uh, outbuildings there. One was the kerosene storage building, um, which has kind of a cool, like, stepped gable. They're little sort of shed-like buildings, but but they're solid, you know, and... Um, then the then there is the foghorn building, which has just two big horns shooting out of it, like facing toward the lake. Yeah, that's which is pretty cool. Old timey technology, I'm sure. <laughs> Some old timey. Do they technology. still work? Can you can you still blare the foghorns? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Follow up on that. I'll, I will. I'll, I'll come back and I'll let you. If know. you can, I want to go with you and, and push that button. Oh, I would love <laughs> to do that. I remember when uh, when I went to the lighthouse that's out on the breakwater. Yeah, that there used to be a foghorn there, and the, and I remember living on the east side. You could hear it at night, going, and it was kind of cool to be standing. Right, I took tons of pictures of the foghorn itself, just because I, it it was so evocative to me. Um, but that's one that boaters now can actually uh, sound themselves as they go. But there's like a number you could call oh, cool. that sets off the foghorn, so that boaters who are out there, and if some fog rolls in, they're able to to do a solid for the other boaters. That's great. Well, the Windpoint Lighthouse in Racine County is still active, and there's still a need for it. Yeah. We're going to talk next about just kind of what's going on there right now, because it's still very much alive and serving a similar purpose. That's next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. pride, 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 pride. And we are back talking about the Windpoint Lighthouse in Racine County, which you found out is still being maintained in uh, you know, a very similar way to the way it used to be. They don't live like in the lighthouse anymore, right? But yeah, right. There is there is still like a ground. It's sort of like a it's an on site job still, where you basically take care of the grounds and that sort of thing. You don't have to fill kerosene up and you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the lighthouse itself is all automated now. Um, but there's a lot of upkeep. The grounds are pretty big, and it's sort it's it's a public space because it's owned by the village now. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a couple that lives there, and um, and they take care of the place. They change out the light bulbs. They you know paint it when it needs painting. They fix what needs to be fixed. They mow the lawn. And interestingly, when the when I got there, there was a, a couple had started fairly recently, um, and they're sort of a Milwaukee couple. The guy works at the Pabst Riverside and Turner Hall as a maintenance guy. So the person that uh, maintains this lighthouse, Joe Huser, just just he must have some stories, like taking you know taking care of these historic theaters, working there, and then also this historic lighthouse. Oh, I bet he does. He does. He didn't have many for the lighthouse yet because he had just kind of he had pretty much just started. Yeah, not long before that, but. Um, but I bet he has tons about the theaters. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to get him in here for those. We should. That'd be great. And they actually have the original glass lighthouse, the like the the, the light lens. fixture, right? Yeah, yeah, the Fresnel the Fresnel lens, which um, is this sort of it's huge. It's like three or four feet tall, uh, but it's super intricate. You know, it's not just like a, you think of like a lens for your glasses or a camera, which is just a flat piece of glass. These were sort of intricate. Um, super three-dimensional with lots of cut edges and things uh, to create more and more light refraction so that it took what was just a kerosene flame and sort of enhanced, basically amplified it that so that it so could be cool. seen miles out to sea. It's it's pretty amazing technology. You know, the, the kind of things, the kind of ingenuity they had to have before they had just sort of light power, you know, before you could just flick the switch and there you go. So the, the current maintainers, um, Joe Huser and his wife, um, Obviously, things are automated now, so there isn't quite as much upkeep, but you could tell at least the sense that I got from from your story is that for them, it's a real passion project that they're trying oh, yeah. to, they do a lot of work themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think you get rich doing it probably, but but he seemed very passionate about it. And when we were walking around, I noticed that he was he had a, he had a keen eye for the things that needed to be done. You know, I'm going to have to paint that. Or there's a th- right. you know, like he had a, he, he was on the case. And just an absolute historic building. I mean, it was designated as a, it's on the historic register. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going all the way back to 1880, it's got to be so cool just just having this as your as your job. I mean, oh, I know, and to wake up every morning and, <laughs> right? and, and look out the window and see it right there. Yeah. But what a cool slice of history in Windpoint, and uh, make sure you keep it tuned in as we spelunk Racine County for the next few weeks here in Urban Spelunking. Podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. On Milwaukee's Bobby Tenzel. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.